listening to the Save the Marriage podcast. Your marriage can be saved and strengthened if you have the right information. Join Dr. Lee Bauckham as he explores ways for you to improve your relationship and your life, starting right now. In one way or another, I'm often finding that people are asking me that one question about control. What do I do about control in my marriage? Maybe it's because they're the one who's controlling the marriage and it's falling apart. Or maybe they're the one who are feeling like they're being controlled and it's falling apart. Just this morning, I had someone contact me and say, I desperately want to save my marriage, but I don't have access to the finances to buy your material. My husband controls all of the finances. Right before that, I looked on my blog and realized that somebody had been searching for how to not be as controlling in their marriage. In other words, in one little moment, in about a 10 or 15 minute span, I had people on both sides of the question. So why is it that control is such an issue in so many marriages? As you look at your own marriage, as you're listening to this, which side of the equation are you on? Do you tend to be the controller or do you tend to be the controlled? This is one of the dynamics of instability in relationships that I talk about in my Save the Marriage system because it's so prevalent. So many times people are caught in this this place of either feeling like they have to control or that they are being controlled. So let me say from the outset that that whole place of controlled controlling in a relationship is a dance of two people both choosing to play the role. Both choosing to play the role. Many times I have the person saying, well, my spouse controls everything. I have nothing to do with this. And they fail to see that they have everything to do with the role they're playing as allowing their spouse to be controlling. So let me say also, just as a point of disclaimer, that there is a small number of relationships that I hold outside of that, and that would be abusive relationships. If you are absolutely unable to make any decision in your life, and it has more to do with fear of injury or fear of uh, some other calamity in your life, that's different. But I'm talking about the normal marriage here. I want to keep out the ones that are abusive. If you are in that type of relationship where you really feel like you have no control in your life because of fear of bodily injury, you need to get help for that. But if you're like most other people, you have found yourself in a dance that's about one person controlling and the other person allowing the control to be there. Let me also say that the person who most dislikes hearing what I just said is the one who is allowing themselves to be controlled. Because many times we like to abdicate responsibility of that. We like to pretend if people are playing that role of having been controlled, they like to pretend that they have no choice in that matter, that the other person is controlling and they're the victim. But notice that even that is taking on a role. And there are lots of reasons why we take on the role, but it's the same reason behind it of why somebody is controlling or why somebody allows himself to be controlled. We'll get to that reason in just a minute. So what are the areas where many couples find themselves in this controlled, controlling dance? One is in interactions. When is it okay to speak? When is it okay to interact with other people outside of the marriage? When is it okay to interact in the household? 
Many times somebody doesn't want to interact, not because of the interaction, but because they want to control the interaction. The other is around emotions, where somebody is not allowed to feel or at least express the feeling that they have. And that can end up feeling like they have no right to express feelings. So a lot of times control is around feelings and the expression of emotions in a relationship. Another big area of control is finances. That somebody has access to funds whenever they want it and the other has little access to funds or is on an allowance. Now let me be very clear when I'm saying that. I'm not talking about a couple that is budgeted together where each of them have an allowance. I'm talking about the place where somebody feels that they have no right and they have no say-so over the spending or saving of resources in the family. It's a family where somebody thinks that they have the absolute right to control those factors in a relationship. And I also want to be clear that the balance point has nothing to do with who's earning the money. I've seen just as many people who are the ones who are the major breadwinners who felt like they had no say-so over it as the people who are not the major winners of the money, who feel the same way. In other words, it's nothing to do with who makes the money, but who makes the decisions around the money and who is excluded from that process. The other place of control is often around sex. And the reason that often comes in because sex is so tied to interactions and emotions. And sex has at its base, if it's not about sharing and about connecting, power. And who has that power? And this isn't about gender either. The control pieces around sex can happen from either side of the equation. Whenever somebody has absolute choice over when to have sex and how to have sex, we have a controlled, controlling situation. So we've already identified the areas of that, and I want to distinguish that versus responsibility. For instance, when I talk with people about finances, there are some who believe that a couple should sit down and write a check together for every single bill. There are other households where one person takes care of all the bills. The function of paying bills has nothing to do with the control of the finances. It can be an associated piece, but it has nothing to do with it. I believe that lots of families do very well with either model. Somebody can say, you know what, I'm going to take responsibility for paying the bills. And that doesn't exclude the other person from power and the money as much as it's the function in the household. So let's be very clear that the function of how finances are handled is differently than whether there is control issue in the finances. The same is true with sex. Some couples just find their dance of sex is where one person is the instigator and the other person is, or the initiator, and the other person is the responder. We're not talking about that either. It's when sex is used as a controlling mechanism. It's not how you kind of decide to have sex. It's much more about, is it possible for there to be some openness about that process? So here's the problem. The first one is that control or lack of control is all based in fear. When we get behind it all, that's what runs control. And let me be very clear that this is true even with those who are at a dysfunctional, abusive level of it. 
Controlled and controlling are both based in fear. Whenever we feel the need to control, we're responding from a place of fear within ourselves. And, and here's the bigger problem. Whenever we feed fear, it grows. So when we feel fearful and we drop back to controlling or letting the other person control, we feed the fear. We don't fight it. We feed the fear. We don't starve it. We feed the fear and it grows. And the lesson learned is I need to control it more. Because no matter how much you control it, the fear will grow higher. The fear will loom bigger. And then that leads to another layer of control. So the first thing we want to to note is the problem with control is it's based in fear and a misappropriation of how to deal with fear. Now, the second part is that it creates a cycle of ever more control because it leads to a parent-child relationship versus a partnership. Eventually, somebody is going to give up on that relationship. So many times I've talked to couples where one has ended up being in the parent role and the other has been in a, a child role. And I've remarked that you've got to be careful because eventually the child grows up into a, a rebellious teenager. Not only that, but no parent wants their kid around forever. And yet that's what we create in marriage. We create a relationship where it's parent-child not partnership. Parent-child often has its moments of, of niceness, right? And when, you, when you're talking about a true parent-child relationship, it's not all about discipline and fussing. There are points of love and connection, and that's true in a parent-child marriage. The problem is, over time, it becomes more and more focused on the power differential and less and less focused on the partnership, Whenever a parent-child relationship steps into a marriage, the fractures are going to start showing. Eventually, the parent is going to be tired of taking on all of the responsibility. Eventually, the child is going to take on feelings of frustration of never having any say-so. So when two adults create a parent-child relationship in the marriage, we're in trouble. At least in a normal parent-child relationship, you keep adjusting as a child grows older in life. But in a parent-child marriage, where it's the roles being played, you get more and more stuck in those roles. Eventually, somebody is going to say no, and eventually it's going to cause problems. So what do you do? How do you move out of this? Let me give you a little advice from both the controller side and the controlling side, or the controlled side. The controller has to move to address the personal fears that lead you there. Part of what happens in that controller place is it's often a lesson learned that if you can control your environment, you believe you can finally get rid of those fears. The problem is it's so temporary the fears grow bigger. So you'll notice that those who tend to function in the world as controllers begin to become more and more controlling because they feel like if they can just get to the bottom of that and finally control everything, everything will be safe and okay. The world's too big for that. Controlling the world is an illusion. Controlling another person is an illusion. Controlling even kids is an illusion in a family. 
If you step back just a moment, that becomes pretty obvious. But in the day-to-day moments of life, we get wrapped up into that, believing that we can somehow control the danger out of life. And so people become more and more controlling as they move through life. So the first step for the controller is to recognize the fear and how it plays in your own life. The second step is to recognize that you can't get rid of all of that fear, but you don't have to respond to it. Just because somebody has fear doesn't mean it has to control their behavior. But we'll take it a step further that you also have to recognize that this This is a myth that control never gets you where you really want to be. Most people I talk to truly want to get to a partnership. They just keep trying to control their way to a healthy partnership, and that rarely gets them where they want to. So let's acknowledge that control comes from fear. Let's also acknowledge if you're in the middle of a marriage crisis, the fear has doubled up, maybe tripled up. It's up to you to decide to step away from it. It's up to you to acknowledge that fear is what's driving you and to take back control of your life. When we're able to answer back to fear and say, no, I choose my path, we begin to tamp down the fear. We begin to starve that fear. It begins to subside. The other piece of the puzzle is to recognize that you're trying to move to being a we. This is a concept that I have been pushing for years that the real heart of any marriage is becoming a we, not a you and me, but a we. We are in this together. We are a team together. Part of what happens when you get into a controlled, controlling relationship is that you rob it of we. You've changed it to I. I will do this. I choose this. I want this. And then there's the you. You do this. You don't do that. Whenever that happens, the partnership is is fractured. But you can choose to be a we. You can immediately step into we about money. How do we want to deal with the finances in our family? How do we want to interact around different issues? We is a choice we all can make at any point in a relationship. If you're controlled... If you feel like you're the one who's always controlled, the first step is to recognize your role in that process, to recognize that you have been a part of the process of becoming a controlled, controlling relationship. This is a painful realization for many people who have thought it was about the spouse, who have claimed it was the spouse being the controlling spouse and missed the fact that it takes the other person to do the other side of the dance. And part of the being controlled is shifting responsibility to the other person in an attempt to not feel the fear of having to face the responsibility yourself. So if you find yourself on the controlled side, the the question you also have to ask is, what am I fearing about stepping into my own life, of taking responsibility for my life? Because the next step is to reclaim responsibility. You also have to step into the we. Whenever you're playing that role of being controlled, the partnership is ruptured on your side too. It's much easier to point to the other person and say, you are being controlling and miss the fact that it takes another person to allow that to happen. Nobody gets to control without the consent 
of another person. As difficult as it is to do, to break the habit from the controlled spot is to be able to step into your true self and step into the partnership and claim your responsibility of being an equal partner. Remember that when we're talking about equal partner, we're not talking about equal in how things happen. Again, there are different roles in any family. So we're not talking about the roles. We're talking about the decisions. We're talking about the interactions. We're talking about at a deeper level, do you both have say-so in where your life is going? Every marriage has places where there are imbalances. If your imbalance is around control, if you're the controller, decide that you have the capacity of changing that today. If you're the controlled, decide that you have the capacity of changing that today by accepting responsibility of your place in the relationship and by stepping into being a we. If you need help with that concept, if you think that there is more to that for you, please grab my Save the Marriage system. I talk about the controlled, controlling dynamic along with several others in that so that you have a path through that and out the other side to get to being a we. You can find that at savethemarriage.com. I welcome you in that process. If you find yourself struggling with control, don't let it eat your marriage. Take action. Don't let fear be what destroys it. Step into being a we. This is Lee Balkum wishing you the best as you work to save your marriage. You've been listening to Save the Marriage Podcast. For more information and help, please visit us at savethemarriage.com. Save the Marriage.